Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. The majority of Christians still believe that grace means unmerited favor. But grace doesn't mean unmerited favor. In today's message, I bring you part one of a part three series in which I'm properly going to explain to you what grace is all about. Hello, my name is Apostle Peter Sanfel and I'm the senior pastor of the Spirit Life People. And I'm so excited to bring you yet another powerful word from the Lord today. So let's get into our Bibles and um, let's begin to study this important message from the Lord all about grace. So let's turn our Bibles to John chapter number one. John chapter number one, and I read from verse number 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness, verse 15, John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Verse 16, and of his fullness we have all received, and grace for grace. Verse 17, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, the point is that a lot of people have come to accept the common definition that grace means unmerited favor. It's very popular. But the fact that something is popular, it doesn't really mean that it's the truth because um, the truth will always stand the test of time. It doesn't really matter the dispensation that truth finds itself. Truth would always come up on top. So we're going to have a very proper look at the definition, the common definition of grace as the unmerited favor. We're going to interrogate it so that we, we're going to see if it properly would stand our our test are you getting it because if you're going to really appreciate the the definition of a word what you have to do is to substitute the definition of that word in the various sentences that it appears so that you you know if it really really is communicating what it says it is if it is not then you have to have a second look at it and that is how come the holy spirit gave me this word and you know it's it's really really has helped me so when we are talking about unmerited, what does unmerited mean? Unmerited simply means you don't deserve. You don't deserve. And that is that is the whole thing. So when we are saying grace means unmerited favor, it means that we are getting favor we don't deserve. In other words, God is giving us something we don't deserve. Is that the case? Is that the case that God would give us something we don't deserve? You know, I found out that the word, the English word grace actually comes from a Latin word, which means gracia, gracia. And gracia simply means favor. You understand? It, it also means to receive something, to, to receive a, a benefit. Are you getting it? So people, so they are saying that to receive something from the Lord means that God is giving us something we don't deserve. It doesn't really mean that. We're going to look at some scriptures and then we would substitute the common definition of grace as unmerited favor and see if it will be able to stand 
the test of time the very first scripture we're going to read is in james chapter number four james chapter number four and i read verse number six james chapter number four verse number six but he gave but he gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble so you can you can replace the unmerited favor unmerited undeserved favor definition of grace in this verse and let's see if it's communicating some truth but he gives more talking about god but he gives more unmerited favor therefore he says god resists the proud but gives unmerited favor to the humble now if the definition of grace the common definition of grace means undeserved favor or unmerited favor between the humble and the proud who actually qualifies to receive an something that he or she doesn't deserve because the humble deserves something is not the case and then the the proud doesn't deserve it so if you are putting that definition in this verse is the proud who should have rather received grace but here lies the case the bible says that god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble it cannot mean that an unmerited favor will be given to the one who actually deserves it the humble deserves grace so he the humble should have rather received what they are due another another verse i would like us to look at is galatians chapter number five galatians chapter number five and i read verse number four it said you have become estranged from christ you who attempt to be justified by the law you have fallen from grace you have fallen from unmerited favor you have fallen from undeserved favor how can you fall from something you don't deserve how can you fall from something you don't deserve if you have received something that you actually deserve and then you have fallen in other words you've lost your position then that that is that that would mean something much more but not when you you claim that grace means undeserved favor and then paul is, is saying that if you're going to go by the lord then you have really lost your place from grace grace cannot fit in here as a kind of definition that we are having in the body of christ we cannot fall from undeserved favor it doesn't really add up now let's go back we just read it we just read it go back to john chapter number one we are interrogating the definition of grace as undeserved favor verse number 14 now it says and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth now let's replace here also the grace with undeserved favor it means i said only begotten of the father full of undeserved favor unmerited favor and truth so are you trying to say that jesus came into this world full of undeserved favor is that the case because if the definition of grace is undeserved favor then jesus also came into this world 
full of undeserved favor. Meaning that then Jesus was someone who also didn't qualify for God's goodness. He didn't qualify for God's kindness. And he didn't qualify for anything. But we all know that Jesus came from God. He was the only begotten of the Father at the time he came before anyone received him after his death, birth, burial, and resurrection. So Jesus was someone that God really loved. He pleased God. Are you getting it? Now let's also read another, another important verse to try and, you know, interrogate the, the definition of grace as undeserved favor. And that is in Hebrews chapter number 4. Hebrews chapter number 4. And I read verse number 16. It says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So again, let us substitute the definition of undeserved favor into this verse. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of undeserved favor, that we may obtain mercy and find undeserved favor to help in time of need. So are we trying to say that the throne of God is a throne of undeserved favor where people go and find things that they don't deserve? Is that the case? No. And 100% no. Because God gives us what we deserve. If God is giving us what we don't deserve, then he is not the kind of God that we have come to know him for. I've come to realize that a lot of people who define Grace as a merited favor, they define it from the perspective of man, but not from the perspective of God. Because they, like what is the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter number three, they quote it for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And then they, they think that because of the sin nature of the first man, then we did not, we, we were a people who didn't deserve God's favor. We didn't deserve anything good from God. So, when Jesus Christ came to die for us, he, what he did was rather do us a favor, even though we didn't deserve it. That is the explanation of undeserved favor. But, if you come from that understanding, you get it wrong. Because we read in the book of Genesis chapter number 3, that from the moment Adam and his wife sinned, who was the very first person who, who went to sow you know, clothes for them to wear? Was it not God? God closed them because they, they saw after the sin that they were naked. And immediately God went and covered their nakedness. He could have said, okay, right, you have caused the problem. Now figure it out. But he realized that even though they knew that they were, they were naked, they had no idea that, okay, in spite of my nakedness, I need to cover myself. God went and covered them. So God knows that man deserved a savior. Nobody was coming to, to save um, the human race from sin. If he wasn't come, going to do it, no one was going to do it. So at the end of the day, God decided to take the bull by the horn and said, man deserves a savior. It is time that man received you know, something awesome from me. Praise the Lord. So the definition of grace as unmerited favor or undeserved favor, as we have just you know, gone through... Um, the, the, the scriptures cannot stand the test of time. Grace does not mean unmerited favor. And if you are if you are one of those who have believed all this word that grace means unmerited favor, it is time for you to have a second look. Because it, it, it will not help you to grow in the spirit. It will not help you 
to advance. So God gives us only what we deserve. He cannot give us what we don't deserve. For example, if we are saying that God doesn't give us what we deserve, God doesn't give us what we deserve, and that he gives us what we don't deserve, then are you trying to say that when God heals someone, the person doesn't deserve to be healed, but God says, you know what, you don't deserve, but I've healed you. Is that the case? Are you trying to say that then if by that same definition of grace as undeserved favor, when God looks at someone and, and then says, hey, you don't, you don't deserve to be healed. You don't deserve to come back from the dead. Then I'm just doing you a favor. I'm just, just doing something for you to be happy. That's why I'm doing it. Do you think that is correct? Do you think that is a, a better picture of who God is? The answer is no. So God gives us what we deserve. And I'm going to show you, prove to you why I said God gives us what we deserve. Let's go to Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. And I'm going to read from verse number 16. It says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Amen. Now, to, to just make it even clearer for us to understand. God gives us what we deserve because we are his heirs. He said that spirit bears witness with our spirit. That we are children of God. The day you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you receive the life God sent him into the world with. You have become the child of God. And as a child of God. You know. He gives you what you deserve. Because you know. The word here is very very instructive. Now let me. Let me. Bring you some definition. I like giving you the, the, the meaning of the word. So that you get the, the picture very clear. The word here comes from the Greek word kleronomos now kleronomos comes from two words put together the kleros means a lot or inheritance and the nomos means law so when you put the two th things two words together kleronomos literally means to receive something as a possession or a beneficiary are you getting it I am bringing in this angle to this definition because if we're going to understand that grace is what we, we receive from God and then something that he bestows upon us, we should know that we qualify for it. Every, every father leaves inheritance for his children. Now, the father will not say, you know what, I am leaving this inheritance for you because you don't deserve it. No. Actually, he's leaving the inheritance for you because he knows you deserve it. So, to, to say that grace means unmerited favor, undeserved favor, to which God does things for us we don't deserve, then where lies our, our, our status as his children? Because a father, a genuine father, would give something to his children because they are his children. And then they deserve whatever he gives them. There's no father. I'm a father. 
I don't do things for my children because they don't deserve it. Whatever I do for my children is because they deserve it. They deserve better education. They deserve to have a good life. They deserve to be loved. They deserve to, to get whatever they need to make them happy. If I claim that I am giving something to my children and then what I give to them, they don't deserve it, then that does not glorify me as a father. So to say God gives us what we don't deserve, it punches hole into our status as his children. But we have found here that as children of God, we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So the, the word heirs, as I've explained to you, it means a legal distribution of possession or lot to heirs. Legal distribution. You know, the, I know the English dictionary will tell you um, um, a heir is someone who receives an inheritance after someone dies. No. God does not die. So you, he will not wait and give it to you after his death. But in the proper understanding of the word heir, God gives you he, he, he distributes his possessions because you are part of his family. Now, this is very, very important for you to take note. Very, very important. Now, let's look at Hebrews chapter number 1. Hebrews chapter number 1. He, Hebrews chapter number 1. I read from verse number 1. It says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophet, has in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the world so god appointed jesus are you getting it as the heir and we are joint heirs with him if you understand it from this angle what's going to happen to you is that now all of a sudden that common definition of grace falls off it just gets off your radar because you know that grace is something that god does for his children he gives to us because we deserved it we deserve to be loved we deserve his love we deserve everything about him god will not give you anything you don't deserve he will give you what you deserve you deserve to be healed he will heal you you deserve to prosper he will prosper you you deserve life because you know after the first adam sin every single person was under the bondage of sin and death physical death people were struggling people were dying but god says you deserve life he, he brought us into this world to 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 live as he is so when he said okay you don't deserve it then you don't deserve life if we don't deserve it if grace is undeserved favor then by god giving us life that we don't deserve is that the case no god knows every single person deserves life and that is why he has given us jesus you know to bring us this particular life that he is galatians chapter number four let's go to galatians chapter number four galatians chapter number four i read verse number seven it says therefore you are no longer a slave but a son and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Beautiful. He said, therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. God is saying, you are no longer a slave. You are now my son. You are now my child. And if you are my child, 
then you are hair of God. You are his hair. And if you are hair, what he does is that whatever he's giving you is because you deserve it. The moment you get born again and you come into Christ, whatever God gives you, you deserve it. He came to die for you because you deserve it. He, he, the Bible says in Genesis chapter number 1, verse 20, it says, He created man in his own image, after his likeness. He, he knew that the person, even though as natural that he is, the person that he had brought into this world, he wanted him to be like him. Look, look let's read Romans chapter number 5. And I read from verse number 5. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our heart by the holy spirit who was given to us for when we were still without strength in due time christ died for the ungodly when we, we were without strength christ died for the ungodly because the ungodly deserve the strength of the lord so grace cannot mean unmerited favor and in the part two of this series i'm going to now bring you what grace actually means for which it is something for you to be excited about. So this is all time will permit me for, for today. And I want to encourage you, if you have not yet subscribed to the channel, kindly go ahead and subscribe and click on the notification bell and make sure you share the message so that your friends can come to the knowledge of the truth of the gospel. And God bless you for spending this quality time with me to hear the word of the Lord. And as I remind you that in Christ Jesus, we are always free. God bless you. And I'll see you in our next message. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed. And always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.